I'm Janet Folger Porter, and I woke up to find out that we got censored again today from YouTube. What a shock. Well, there's a place where I won't be censored. It's this Friday night at 7 at St. Luke's Church in Copley, Ohio. It's at 3810 Ridgewood Road in Copley. I look forward to seeing you there because there's a lot of information that YouTube wouldn't let you hear, uh, but I'm going to present how we can take our country back. It's why I'm running for Congress, and I look forward to seeing you Friday at St. Luke's Church in Copley, Ohio, on the 22nd, this Friday at 7 p.m., and the address 3810 Ridgewood Road in Copley, St. Luke's Church, Friday night. Can't wait to see you. What better way to introduce a congressional candidate than to let her introduce herself by way of a campaign video on her website, JanetFoldsReporter.com. And Janet joins us now on AM 1420, The Answer. Good morning, Janet. How are you? Good morning. Doing well. So, gra- so glad to be with you, Bob. So before we talk about, first of all, the event tonight, uh, sounds like it's a, it's a great uh, opportunity for you to talk with more voters. Uh, and we talk about the race in the 13th Congressional District. Why were you banned by YouTube, Janet? Oh boy! Well, this week uh, it had to do with a. Uh, <laughs> it's been many times, and I wrote about it in my latest book, A Heartbeat Away. Uh, we've been banned by YouTube, by Facebook, by you name it. Um, but this this week it was an interview that I did with a, a friend of mine named Rich Swingle, who works with Intercessors for America. And I'm told that I got banned for the content of my prayer, believe it or not, um, because I prayed uh, for a remedy, a divine remedy to the voter fraud. Uh, that we've endured, and that's something YouTube wouldn't allow. So you can't pray anymore in America on the marketplace of ideas on the on the internet, and uh, that needs to change. And that's just another reason why I'm running for Congress. Yeah, uh, boy, and uh, we need. You know, it's it, it really depresses me to be honest with you because I keep hoping and and praying. Uh, you know, that Elon Musk's efforts to try to protect and preserve free speech and the right to maybe pray on Twitter uh, is successful. And he's got some plans in, in the works now uh, after his original takeover uh, was blocked by a poison pill. But you know what? Even if he's successful, Janet, you just said the magic words, YouTube, which is, uh, of course, owned by Google, Facebook, which, of course, is owned by Zuckerberg. Um, there are so many monsters in the uh you know in in the tech world and when i say monsters i don't mean that literally although i suppose you could go there too but i mean in terms of size these behemoth companies these multi-billionaires who are making you know decisions as to who can read or hear or pray or say uh whatever they want online even if elon is successful that's only one branch of this uh you know this uh you know this monolithic uh, big tech community that uh, decides what we can see in here well let me let me tell you why i have hope all right, because okay. we have a plan, and that's what I'm going to talk about tonight uh, over at St. Luke's Church uh, in Copley. Um, but but when we first started, you, you know that I had been involved in working to pass a lot of the, the bills, of the laws that are on the books right now. We, I, I worked to pass the, the Ohio's parental consent law and the right to know law and fetal homicide and even the nation's first ban on partial birth abortion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the end of the day, that didn't get us where we needed to go. That still left us with, with a body count of over a million innocent children. And so about 12 years ago, my husband uh, looked at me, matter-of-factly said, why don't you outlaw abortion while you're here? We had just moved back to Ohio, and I, uh, you know, like any great woman of faith, I I looked at my watch and said, well, you know, I'm here anyway. I might as well knock that out, and I laughed because it seemed too big. Um, But two weeks later, God gave me the idea for a heartbeat bill that everyone said was impossible, and we fought the establishment for a decade breaking through a brick wall, and what they once said was impossible is now inevitable 
there are now been 30 states that have introduced heartbeat bills. 14 have passed them, including Ohio. I had the privilege to, uh, to, to recruit the sponsor of the Texas heartbeat bill that now, currently, today, not someday in the sweet by and by, but right now, protects 40,000 children a year. That's a stadium full of children that will be protected from abortion in the state of Texas. That similar bill, a Texas version of heartbeat, is passed now in Idaho. Uh, civil remedy is passed in Oklahoma now with, from conception. Let me. The reason I'm telling you all of this is if we can end abortion, as we just did for 40,000 children in the state of Texas, and as that's spreading, we can get our country back. And the, the reason I'm running is because I've learned some things. In the last 40 years of fighting for life, for liberty, I'm running to fight for liberty as hard as I fought for life. But here's some things I learned. Um, we can advance our cause. We can, instead of reacting, responding to a shrinking piece of real estate, defending uh, everything that the enemy does, we can actually set the agenda, make them respond and react to us. And when it comes to things like Internet censorship, it's just one of the items on my America First contract that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get together with the incoming freshmen. Everybody's saying there's going to be a big red tsunami wave coming in. Well, I want to meet with them. I want to gather them together as a team before the, the swamp gets their hooks in them with the perks and privileges and the payoffs. And we say, look, if you really want these American principles that you're running on, sign on the dotted line for the America First contract. And I went to Tom DeLay, the, the former U.S. Majority Leader who helped draft the first contract with America back in 1994, and we've put together a plan, and it includes what we're just talking about, this Internet censorship. Um, what we need to understand is that, that – and I was just asked by the plane dealer this week, you know, what? Private companies, we shouldn't be able to do anything with private companies. Look, when you've got the, the current-day marketplace of ideas, that's the Internet. And when you've got companies with more than 30 million users, they're the ones who are controlling the flow of information. And what's happening is you've got, you've got a state-run media already – with, with, with the press, but we cannot silence and censor every other dissenting view on the Internet and still give them the perks and privileges, as, as, as uh, the president talked about with Section 230. Well, you mentioned Zuckerberg and, and Facebook. I, I've been banned on Facebook. Funny, I ran a lot of ads on Facebook, but when we were on the brink of a heartbeat bill vote, the, the ad that I ran said, brink, we're on the brink of a vote. That's when Facebook banned us because they knew we were about to cross the finish line, and they said no. Well, you know what? If you give $6,000 to my campaign, uh, you can only give 5800 as a couple. But if you give 6000 you know what? You're going to be in trouble with the, with the FEC. The, the Federal Elections Commission is going to come after you. But if you give $417 billion in campaign money, oh, that's perfectly fine because it comes from Mark Zuckerberg. Well, you know what I want to do? I want to set up a congressional committee, a select committee, to investigate this campaign collusion, the suppression of speech, uh, and, uh, and 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 the, the silencing of information. We've we've got to take our country back, and the time is not to shrink back. The time is now to take back America and to be bold. We are talking with Janet uh, Folger Porter, candidate for Congress in the 13th congressional district, which of course is Summit County and parts of Stark County. Um, Janet, this is your first campaign, right? Well, I, uh, I I served on the the Central Committee, this Republican Party Central Committee, back in the 90s. Um, and I did run uh, because I couldn't find anybody else to do it. I ran against the Senate president in 2016 as we recruited candidates to run against the rhinos in the Ohio Senate for uh, six years. That, uh, we, we, as we fought for this three election cycles, I recruited candidates to run against almost all of them. And I ran against the Senate president 
made them spend their war chest. I'm told it was $1.3 million they spent slandering me on every station with every oversized mailer hit piece. But you know what? It wasn't fun, but it was worth it because at the end of the day, we ended abortion. We've got bills right now in the works. In fact, we're in the process right now of tweaking the Ohio heartbeat bill to have a Texas civil remedy in it so that we can see it upheld right now, not waiting for what the court may or may not do. We can see nine out of 10 children protected just as they are in Texas. And so uh, so this is my first congressional race to answer your question. Yeah. And, and the reason I asked it, of course, is it should be obvious. You um, you have been enormously successful and impactful as an advocate uh, for the unborn and as, a, as an activist and a true, you know, America first, you know, policymaker and America first contract um, from outside of office, elected office. So I'm just wondering why now you kind of said why you want to run. But I'm just curious as to why not before. Why, why did this take so long? Well, because because I, I just right now realize, especially in the last decade, when all of these rhinos, the Republicans and name only, they'd come to tea parties and freedom meetings and they'd say, oh, how pro-life they are. And then they'd go to Columbus, or they'd go back to Washington, and they'd block our bill. And I realized that our nation right now is in peril. We do not have time to find out if people are actually going to keep their promise, if they're going to actually mean what they say. Because I've learned, especially in this last decade, that there's only one way to tell the, the difference between the real and the rhino, and that's action. And that's my distinctive that I believe I bring to this campaign, that that. A lot of people say slogans, and they'll tell you America first and secure the borders, and they'll tell you all of the things you want to hear. Uh, but you know what? what? What matters is actions. Actions are the only way to tell. When you talk about religious liberty, um, I, I know the power in, in, in having a radio program like you did. I had a syndicated show, and when the, the, the administration said, we're going to take away the right for military chaplains to pray in Jesus' name, I, I went ballistic. And every day I hit this issue on the radio. We rang their phones. I went to the court-martial of Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, where they court-martialed him for the crime of, of violating this new policy of praying in Jesus, being forbidden from praying in Jesus' name. I went to his court-martial. As I walked through the metal detector, someone took Jesus' name in vain. And I thought to myself, oh, that's allowed. You just can't pray in Jesus' name. Well, we pounded and pounded their phones until... Senator Warner stood up on the floor of the U.S. Senate and said they cannot do any work. They, they, their phones have been jammed. Their, 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 their faxes, their, their, they, they've gotten more mail on this. And you know what? They reversed the policy. Chaplains and the military can pray today because we would not back down. And that's what it's going to take. If you want somebody that's going to fight not just the Marxists on the left, but the rhinos on the right, you've got to hire somebody who's already done that who's already proven the results that come with it. And that's what I think I bring to the campaign. Uh, uh, that's the distinctive uh, and, and what's unique about my race. Tell me, uh, we're talking with Janet Folger Porter, candidate for Congress in the 13th District. Um, tell me about some of the pushback you received beyond just the YouTube banning and these sorts of things. I was looking at your... Uh, uh, your website, uh, and you know, you've been you've been branded as you know one of the five most dangerous um, uh, people in America with respect to the Trump. You know, I, I can't remember the phrasing of it, but with respect to respect to your Trump support and uh, and and Trumpism, if you will. Um, how do you defend yourself against that, and how do you feel about President Trump's endorsement policies? Do you expect one, or have you thought about trying to petition him for one in your race? Yeah, in fact, uh, we're we're working on that. Uh, even even still, I, I think there's some people that surround the president 
uh, that are not doing him a, a very good service. Uh, I've seen it in the in, in in several of the endorsements, even here in Ohio. Um, and and you know that I love the president. I love his policies. I, I don't agree with all the endorsements he makes. We saw Dr. Oz and others that that just really were, were not. There, there's some rhinos that are getting in, and and that's going to happen. Um, but but what I pray, I pray for the president every day, and I pray specifically around uh, for the people that surround him. But regarding what I feel about how the left hates me, honestly, it's a badge of honor. I mean, that, I can that tell language, you that uh, I, Janet. If I made that language, I found it. Uh, it's five most dangerous religious right leaders in Trump's America. I just wanted to get the verbiage there correctly. This is what they feel about you. Go ahead. Yeah, in fact, I can one up that one. Uh, I looked at what Right Wing Watch's uh, video, their uh, website, and it turns out I did a search of of the, the articles that they've written on me when when I was Janet Porter, or excuse me, Janet Folger, and then when I was married and Janet Fold, Janet Porter. Um, there, it turns out I'm the I'm the left left most watched woman in America. So I could tell you that I'm endorsed by Governor Huckabee, and I am by former Majority Leader Tom DeLay, Congressman Bob McEwen, whole bunch of members from the Freedom Caucus, former Congresswoman Michelle Bachman, Jody Heiss, you know, uh, Louie Gohmert, whole bunch of those guys, General Boykin, the, the Ohio Value Voters. Uh, the, I got an A-plus rating from the Medical Freedom and Right to Life Action Coalition, all of that, all of that I could tell you. But what I think matters most is if you can tell something, I think, more about a person, about who it is that hates them. And the left is, is realizing I am a threat. They consider me to be one of their greatest threats to their godless and Marxist agenda. And they are right, um, because we are, you know, we've been regulating around the edges of abortion for almost 50 years, Bob. But because we stepped out and we fought the establishment and we ran against the rhinos, guess what? There's a place in America that doesn't kill children whose heartbeats can be detected. Nine out of ten children, a stadium full of, of, of innocent American children are going to be saved and are being saved right now every, every year in the state of Texas and soon to, to spread across the country. As I mentioned, heartbeat bills have passed now in 30 states. And you know what? We set the stage last time around when we, we broke the ground and blazed the trail with the nation's first ban on partial birth abortion. You know, a lot of people don't know that, but back in 1994, when I was lobbying to pass the nation's first ban on partial birth abortion, there was a, there was a, a parliamentary procedure that killed the bill in committee. It was ruled to be dead. And I remembered there was something called a discharge petition. It had never worked before. In fact, one of the guys in this meeting we were in said, you know, we tried that in the 1970s, couldn't get enough signatures. But we stepped out. Ron Hood was with me. Uh, he's a candidate running for governor. He's a guy that was the only legislator in 1994 who joined with me to do what they said could not be done, and that is to successfully pass the discharge petition, to circulate, to, to gather 50 out of the 99 names. We ended up with 51 to pull this bill out, to pull the partial birth abortion ban out of the hospital committee and bring it to the floor for a vote. We did the first one. We passed the first ban on partial birth abortion by, by, six, by the first successful discharge petition in Ohio. We passed the first, introduced the first nation, the nation's first heartbeat bill. And now we've been, been helping every state that is working on this. Look, if you want Maybe. your country back, find somebody's going to blaze the trail to take it back. And that's what I bring. I've uh, I've only got less than two minutes left here, and in fact, I already blew by what I should have had for you. But I just want to uh, ask you one more question about the America First contract. First of all, it's called the America First contract, an obvious uh, reference to President Trump's America First policies. Uh, give me a brief overview of that contract, and again, back to the endorsement question: Have you met with the president at all? Do you think there is any chance of an endorsement coming your way, considering your obvious devotion to his principles? 
uh, working on a meeting right now and have been. Okay, and, and and it may happen. It may happen before the weekend is out. We'll see. We'll okay, see. And great. that's where we, we call on people to pray. Let me tell you one thing in the America First contract. I think people will like uh, in education. In addition to abolishing the unconstitutional Department of Education, it's time that we get the government out of, of the federal government out of education. What what if we introduce and I've got it ready. It's the Anti-Indoctrination Act that removes all federal funding from schools or government agencies that teach critical race theory that or that groom children, not just till third grade like they're doing in Florida, but any child under the age of 18, so including transgender education. If your school's doing this, you're not going to get federal funds once we pass the Anti-Indoctrination Act. Just one of the points at the America First contract, the entire contract, is at JanetBolgerPorter.com. You don't have to live in the district to help because we're going to affect more than Summit County and, and Stark and Sliver Portage County. We're going to affect the country because, again, if we can end abortion, as we just did for 9 out of 10 babies in Texas, we can take our country back. And you want to hire somebody who's gone through the, the, uh, the lessons of, of the hard lessons to learn how. And I believe we've got a way that contract, the America First contract, if we build a team uh, of freshmen that are coming into office in this red wave, they sign on the dotted line, and they cast their first vote, Bob. Their most important vote is for leadership. Because if we get a leader like a Jim Jordan, instead of a rhino that's been blocking our bills for every session that we've ever had Republican majority, guess what? Instead of watered-down versions of nothing, we actually can take our country back. We can have the, uh, the No Federal Funds for Fraud Act. We can actually say, you know what? If your state doesn't even require a voter ID, we're not going to fund you. We're going to give money to those that are going to give secure watermarks, sequential paper ballots, those that have voting days right. instead of voting months. That's the kind of things that are all in the America First contract at JanetBolgerPorter.com. And I hope to see everybody tonight at St. Luke's Church in Copley. It's at 7 p.m. I'll tell you a whole lot more that YouTube and Facebook and Google don't want you to know about. Come find out, not a slogan, but the plan to take America back. Janet Folger Porter, you just heard it. JanetFolgerPorter.com is where you can read the America First contract she's talking about, and you can go see her at that event in Copley tonight. Janet, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Best of luck. And if you get that endorsement, by the way, I want you to come right back on Monday morning, all right? I'll do it. Thanks so Thank much, you. Bob. God bless Thank you. you. You too. Thank you, Janet Folger Porter, Patriot for Congress. Uh, check her out. Her website is dynamic. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.